This episode is brought to you by New Balance. You don't have to be an elite athlete when you pound the pavement. Whether you've run five marathons or you only run when necessary, whether you're chased by bears, zombies, monsters, the apocalypse is coming, but New Balance will have you covered regardless. Whether you need shoes for comfort, stability, or race day speed, they've got you covered because the only right way to run is your way. New Balance, run your way. Visit newbalance.com slash running to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there, just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier, thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive, or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side-by-side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Go, my favorite sports team, the podcast where we talk about sports or, you know, Tyler talks about sports because he's the expert. Yeah, I'm Tyler Scheid. I have a master's degree. They know who you are. By now, they have to know who you are. Okay, fine. I I have a master's degree in sports administration, and and I know sports. That's the part that they know. Oh, then what do you want me to say? I don't know. Just say hi. How are you Oh, hi. I'm Tyler. What'd you do today? I... All right, moving on to the sports. Small talk is now over. What is this, distractible here? Come on. What, what did you do today? I got up this morning. Shut up about what you're doing. I'm going to talk about what I'm doing. <laughs> I got up this morning, looked out at the sunrise, let the dogs out, get them breakfast. Nice. Yeah, yeah, pretty good, right? Yeah. yeah. What did you do? I got woken up by a fire alarm okay. in my apartment complex going pretty off. Good. Looked outside to see if there was smoke mm-hmm. uh, in my beautiful view of a parking garage. And um, headed mm-hmm. downstairs after quickly dressing myself and then uh-huh. being told it was a test all this time. Uh-huh. And stopped right when I stepped outside. So I just walked right back up and I go, well, I'm not going back to sleep. All right, that's fair. And then I was uh, figuring out my schedule for today like looking at new places yeah as you can tell we are go-getters we are really motivated individuals who go attack the day we seize the day we see the day and then we seize the day but it's saturday so we have not done much yeah but we're here to talk about sports because sports happens on saturdays a lot of sports happen on saturdays especially right now the nfl playoffs are happening while Mm -hmm. we're recording this yes but um uh, a big thing that's coming up and something that people get really into Anticipatory towards. Anticipatory. anticipatory. Is that yeah, a word? I, yeah, I always call my friends and be like, man, are you really anticipatory towards the next game that's coming up? Yeah, let's get anticipatory. That's what they always say when people are streaming, you know, they get a big kill. They're like, let's get anticipatory. <laughs> We're warming up, everybody. <laughs> yeah. But these are athletes that really seize the day and mm. work really hard to compete in four years. 
They train for four plus years mm-hmm. to compete in a worldwide competition to be the best of the best, not only in their nation, but in the world. Okay. And this is the Winter Olympics that are coming up. Wow. Yeah. So a lot of snow, a lot of skiing, and it's uh, going on in Beijing this year, which interestingly enough, a uh, number of nations are boycotting because of the political climate going on in China. And what is that? It has give, your, to do- give your uncensored opinion on China right now. It's a country? Good. That has people in it. Good. That do great things. Dangerous territory here. (laughs) I'm not speaking on the government. I'm talking about the (laughs) citizens of the country. Um, No, but it has to do with the whole Hong Kong situation Uh um, is the majority of the reason for the boycott and the Mm -hmm. the human rights issues that are going on there. Very fair. So right now we're getting into the Winter Olympics, Mm -hmm. and I was just kind of curious how many of these sports you would actually know what they are just by me reading the names off. Okay, so before we started recording, you said it was going to be something like about the Olympics, and I was thinking summer. I don't know a thing about the Winter Olympics. I didn't even know people watched the Winter Olympics. You didn't? Hold on, hold on. Are, are you discounting, you know, all of the countries that are in snow and mountainous regions where... Name two. Norway, Sweden, Canada. Name five. Uh, 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 got Switzerland. Him. I got him. I got him. I got him. <laughs> uh, all of the people in, like, Colorado, which is where the United States Olympic Complex is. That's not is a country. Colorado Springs. Yeah, but that's the United States. United well, States care about United Winter States. Olympics. What about Michigan, man? Michigan matters. Michigan is not a country either. <laughs> you're you're like oh for seven here. Come on. No, I'm. The, it's the United States, man. Yeah, United a, States. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, I know that a lot of people Spain. listen and or watch to the Winter Olympics. Uh, man, I'm not talking good. I'm still finishing <laughs> my coffee. Hold I feel here. like we need to do the intro. No, again. no, no, no. Everything's fine. This is uncensored, unscripted. We just go and go, and then we'll reach an end. Just like a game, you can't quit in the middle of it just because you want to do a do-over at the beginning. The clock started and we go forward no matter what. Just uh, like okay. the people in the Time Winter out. Olympics. No. Got started. <laughs> All right, you can you can ask for a timeout, but it'll be an ad break for our beautiful listeners. So be careful with them. Oh, oh, be smart about how I use them. All right, so I'm just gonna go down the list of the name of these sports that are happening at okay. the Winter Olympics All this right. year. These are these are the common ones mm-hmm. to begin with. So the first one, Mark, what do you think alpine skiing? Oh, is? this is a quiz for me. Yes. Oh, I'm just really curious how you would define these. Alpine and, skiing. Yes. Okay. Alpine, pine, tree, al, big al. Um, Al on a tree skiing. I know what that is down a mountain. So trees on a mountain with Al alpine skiing. All right. So there might be a guy named Al involved, but it's uh, it's downhill skiing. Uh, a lot of times they have to go through gates, weaving back and forth. There's, there's right. There was there's... that game with the Yeti. Do you remember that way back in the day? Oh my gosh! Like the MS DOS game. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There was yes. recently someone made like a super scary version of it. Not that that wasn't scary already with the Yeti coming down the mountain at you. Will put in some like super <laughs> ominous scary music. Imagine you're just skiing and you know you got your obstacles all and stuff and you're you're struggling to get down, but just as soon as you start picking up the pace, all of a sudden Will put in like. Footsteps. A giant yeti leaps out of the woods, ah! and the snow cannot stop him. He's super fast, and he comes and kills you. That's what uh, that game is. I don't know if it was called alpine skiing, but it was like downhill skiing or something like that. I feel like it had alpine in its name, yeah. but I'm not sure. I've seen many a video of uh, those skiers getting walloped in the crotch by not quite going through. Oh, hitting the, the pole flags. of the gates. Yeah, just yeah. Like, I just remember this one where uh, they hit it, and just you hear this iconic like distant scream. There's just like. Ah! 
Everyone felt the pain, just like, oh. But the craziest part about this particular sport is mm. they're going upwards of like 65 plus miles per hour going 65. down. 65. Yes, yes. I remember one time I went skiing at uh, Perfect North in Ohio. And if you were wondering if Ohio has good skiing, they do not. Um, but this is an okay place, given that I've never skied anywhere else. Um, and I just remember I was flying down the hill and I could not have been going 65, but I must have been going fast, like 25, 30. And I just remember, and I was like, oh God, I'm going too fast. And then my skis were gone. Like oh. just, just instantly my skis were gone. Cause I had beginner level skis that pop off. So you don't get your ankles all broken. Yeah. And then I was just like on my feet. I was like, oh my God. And then I was on my knees suddenly. Just, I don't know how it happened, but my, I think my lower legs were gone as well. Just the same place as the skis went. Mm -hmm. And I was on my knees skinning along. And then all of a sudden, boom, I was like on my front, just like straight down because I hit a patch of ice. Because if, if it's a hill, that's not like an actual mountain that gets snow normally. Right. Like other mountains. In yeah, Ohio, it's like a they, sheet of ice. They blast snow, quote unquote, onto the mountain. And, and because of the temperature, it goes above 32 Fahrenheit, zero degrees Celsius. It goes above freezing, melts, and then refreezes. And so it just gets layers of ice in between the snow, and it's terrible. And yeah. that hurt a lot. According to the official Olympic website, by the way, 80 miles per hour. 80 miles per How many kilometers? Yeah. Skiers reach speeds of 80 miles per hour, but can travel up to 100 miles per hour, depending on the course. How many kilometers per hour for our European and everyone else that's not in America listeners? Oh, what is the kilometers to miles? Oh. God, what's... <laughs> What if they make like a Siri, but you know, they just call it God. So everyone can like, just like shout up to the heavens for answers like that. Honestly, that'd be great just to be like, Hey God, <laughs> tell me the truth. Will I get a girlfriend? <laughs> More like, Hey God, you better be honest with me. How many teaspoons are in a tablespoon? Three. Well, thanks God. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, continue. Wait, I want to convert it. Yeah, how, how many? I know our listeners at home have already done the conversion, and you're very smart, and congratulations, but we're dumb and rely on the internet. What? No, flip it. Why are you going the other direction? No, I wanted to go... It's like 1.7 times, right? Yeah, it's, so it's like... 128, 130 kilometers per hour. That's pretty fast. That's so. pretty fast. I mean, how many people do you think have gone 80-plus miles per hour in their car? Most speed limits in the United States for, like, major highways are, like, 65 to 75. Well, there, so. there are speed limits that are 80. I'm sure that everyone has, at some point, gone 80. But 80 down the highway... In a protective does, vehicle. That does put it in perspective, because going 80 down the highway is really fast. And I imagine it just, like, on two sticks that you got out of the woods the other day. Yeah, and imagine how locked in you are into those skis, and uh, then you're having to contort Weed, your body yeah. to control that just carving on the edge Ooh. yeah i've gone pretty fast on my skis i'm pretty sure i've gotten into like the 40 mile per hour at least on yeah i think skis i clocked before, like 400 but... miles an hour one time when i was on skis that's pretty cool did you get launched out of a cannon or something no no just my legs strong hands uh, you're just running with skis on flopping yeah, like yeah. a duck well everyone else was skiing i thought i'd be faster if i was just <laughs> on my feet so there i went <sighs> if you hit a certain speed like friction becomes negligible <laughs> it's actually true but yeah that was like that's a, that's a, you brought physics into the equation here and I it's know, right? wonderful it's like every physics equation just like ignore <laughs> friction don't don't account for friction all right next on the sports list for you to figure out what it is okay all right well i i, I won that last one so you did well i you get points oh thank you lots of points okay. we're, we're filling your bowl of points oh, wow <laughs> what do i get to spend it on uh, cereal oh 
Which brings us to our sponsor, <laughs> Magic Spoon. God, if we did have a sponsor. For that me, would be very fitting, yeah. yeah. Um, the next sport, though, the biathlon. The biathlon. So I know the triathlon, but that's a summer sport. Okay, hold on. Don't yep. give me that look. Let me figure this out. So biathlon, bi, bipedal, bisexual, biannual. Um, it means two. Mm -hmm. The Latin root is two. Athlon, mathalon, athon, marathon. <laughs> the triathlon is like running, biking, swimming, right? So this must be the winter equivalent of that. It has to have skiing in it. It must. But what kind of skiing? The one down the hill where you go down and not ski up mountain. You go down mountain. You don't go up, no go sideways. You go down. Okay. It's not the ski shoot one. Is it? There's one where you ski and then shoot. And I, that one always confused. Is it the ski shoot one? Is it ski shooty? Is it ski shooty? You're correct. <laughs> I didn't know what that one was called, but that was the only one where I knew that they went like a distance. I thought it was like cross. It's cross country skiing. Cross country. And <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> cross country skiing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So you got that. That was perfect. Why shooting? That. So it originates from what was called the um, the military patrol at the Olympics. The military. They had military at the Olympics? So it was called military patrol. This is what the sport was called. And so that's how rifles got involved into the Winter Olympic sports. And so it involved cross country skiing and shooting competitions in teams of four. Okay. So they removed the team element and just made it a biathlon where it's one person who's cross-country skiing and then shooting. So I d It just seems so strange that you're just on skis and you just... La, 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 bang! Boom! Well, I mean, there, there's obviously military bases and stuff that are in mountains and snowy regions, so I imagine having to go uphill, downhill, I all just of that, and then someone have to sending shoot. someone out. Private Johnson, you go on patrol. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Boom, boom. Hope I find some bad guys today. Bam. You know, I, I don't imagine that that's like a common occurrence. I wouldn't know, but uh, I that's apparently kind of the origin of that particular sport. But you got it uh, right. I was actually, that was the one I thought hey. I was going to really stump you on. Well, I knew what two was, so it was all downhill from there. All right. So you already know what cross-country skiing is. Sure. Okay. You know what bobsled is. Yeah. The Jamaican team. Yeah, Cool Runnings. Cool Runnings. That's a great movie. I saw it for the first time only like two years ago. Really? Yeah, I mean, I've heard of it. I always knew about it. Um, that's Team of Four, I believe. There's multiple different segments of bobsled, but There's like yeah. a two-person one and a four-person one? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's just... Uh, that one's a death trap, isn't it? That's it's, one of those you die ones. You go really fast in a sled in a hard ice tube yeah, yeah, track yeah. and yeah you have to start off running on the ice pushing uh -huh. your bobsled then you have to climb in before it gets to a certain point or else yeah, you get yeah, a penalty yeah. okay and then it's get to the bottom as fast as you can okay but there are plenty of people that have died and stuff like that because bobsleds you know you'll bounce around yeah. or you your pilot you know flips the whole thing and you land on your There's head a pilot yeah the person in the front Steers. Oh, they're actually steering. Yeah. They're not just leaning? Yeah. I thought it was like, whoa. No, whoa. The, the group behind, so the person in the front is your your steer. Uh -huh. they, they pilot the bobsled. So they're the front skis kind of turn so you can like get the angles and they like strictly study the track like through film and everything to anticipate the turns and understand the weather, the hardness of the ice, all of those things to be able to navigate each turn the best they can. All the tracks aren't the same? No. 
They generally... So they, when they get to the Olympics, that's the first time they've ever been down that track? Very possibly, yeah. Well, that doesn't seem fair. I mean, they get practice runs before they run the actual events. Oh, okay. All right. That seems more fair. So um, so that's that's a thing. But every Olympics is a different track. Crazy. There's sometimes... So um, the last time the Winter Olympics were in Canada, they used the same track they did the last time they were there. Uh-huh. But they also will change it at times to where it's like this turn is now different because either it's safety reasons or to try and make it so it's more difficult or has more speed or less speed. Is this like what roller coaster? Coaster designers do in their off time. You know, in the summer they design roller coasters, but in the winter they're recruited by an elite team of bobsled engineers. You know I, what I mean? Who else would be an expert in that? It's I, some kind of engineering. It's definitely engineering. But it's like a roller coaster. There's a Venn diagram of roller coaster engineers and bobsled engineers. And I bet it's like a super exclusive club. And you just wish you get on the bobsled team. You want to get in that overlap segment. Yeah. Because then you're working year round. Of course, maybe it's not exclusive. Maybe it's like a throwaway people. You know, and there's like, <laughs> you got Jerry working on the bobsled track. And that's why it's so jank sometimes. Who was the first person to even come up with that? Because what came first? The bobsled or the bobsled track? There had to be a track first, right? No, because think about sledding. We do downhill sledding as kids, like down a hill. So they probably had those first. And then they're like, we could make this even faster if it was on ice. Because uh, me as a kid, we used to pour buckets of water down the slope and make it an ice track so we'd go faster. You're the one that put the patch of ice there that I hit and then slammed my whole body and face down into the mountain, aren't you? He's pursing his lips. Are you talking about at the ski resort? Yeah. No, I did not that do you? that. Why'd you purse your lips? Because I didn't know what you were referring to if you went to Why'd my Why'd you look so hill. embarrassed? You got your handy in the cookie jar? Your handy in the cookie jar? Your hand in the cookie jar? Do you got your handy in the cookie jar? You got your handy in the cookie jar? He's giving me a weird look. Yeah, because of the motion you just made. I made no motion. Y'all don't even lie to the audience. I would never lie to the audience. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, what's next? Moving on. Skeleton. That's the name of a sport. What is that sport? Okay, skeleton. 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 Skeletons are just the bones in the body, beneath the body. So something under, inside. It's searching inside for something. It's searching deep within yourself for the strength to do this. And also your skeleton could come flying out your ass if you do it wrong. Mm -hmm. Okay, hold on. Mm -hmm. Skeleton. 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 It's like Beetlejuice if I say it enough times. So skeleton's going to appear in person. It's going to be mom. mom. Mom's going to come flying in. Yeah. Uh, okay. It must be related in some way to going downhill. Is it like, okay, skeleton, maybe it's referring to skeleton crew, skeleton, not many people, one person going down a hill in a bobsled, solo bobsled. Very close. Ah. Very close. The difference between solo bobsled, like what you described, uh -huh. this is head first. Don't they go head first? They've got their feet in the little bob. They, they oh, got their feet in the little bobsled. Sitting sled. right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do they call it skeleton? Because that sounds unbelievably dangerous. And if you tap your head against the side, your whole skeleton will fly out your ass. So I'll write about everything else. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I anticipate, I, I don't know why they call it the skeleton, but uh -huh. um, they're definitely, this is the more dangerous version of like the downhill sledding. Yeah. No, thanks. Yeah, so Not you go really fast and you're, you're head first. What speeds are these guys hitting? Because um, you said skiing was 80. I imagine it has to be close to that. Minus right, the I'm gonna turns. Look up, if there weren't any turns, obviously, they would be going much faster. Bobsled speeds are up to 150 kilometers per an hour, which equates to about 93 miles oh, per hour. So that's faster than alpine. Yep. Well, I mean, it's a giant sled on ice. So um, skeleton You got a giant speeds. man on skis. That's true. Uh, thank you. 
Yeah, it's the same speed as downhill. 81 miles per hour head first on the sled. But with turns. Yep. Instead of steering with your feet, like in bobsled, you're steering with your, your hands. Okay. All right. And you're, you know, head real up, like... Head up. Oh. I thought head down for aerodynamicism. Well, you got to be able to see where you're going. No, man. you know the track in your head. See, I could be even faster than them or more dead. I could be deader than them. This I reminds more dead. This just reminds me of like when you and your brother had competitions jumping down the stairs. I know. Yeah, we were very dumb. Listen, <laughs> that's why it's a wonder I'm still alive to this moment. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by New Balance. You don't have to be an elite athlete when you pound the pavement. Whether you've run five marathons or you only run when necessary, whether you're chased by bears, zombies, monsters, the apocalypse is coming. But New Balance will have you covered regardless. Whether you need shoes for comfort, stability, or race day speed, they've got you covered. Because the only right way to run is your way. New Balance. Run your way. Visit newbalance.com slash running to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side by side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, um, luging. What is luging? I know luging. I've heard of luging. It's not the thing with the... The Canadian, that's not that thing. Luging, luge, lu, lube, luge, Luigi. Luigi is tall, taller than everyone else. Long, he's long, he's thick. He's hung like a horse. Um, luge, luge, what is luge? I know luge, I know luge. Luge, 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 smooth, lube. Luge. Don't it, think of clitoris, Mark. I wasn't. <laughs> I was not. You know, for the first time in my life, I wasn't. <laughs> for the first time, I had a moment of clarity without that in my head. Now it's there. Uh, it's something about sledding, right? It's something about that, right? It's yes. sledding down yes. very fast. Yes. Maybe down no turns. It's just... Straight down. I'm pretty sure there's still turns. It's the single person bobsled. Oh, but not head first? Correct. Not head ah, first. This one's feet first. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. 
Bobsled usually has like tunnels and really curved turns. You have the same thing in Skeleton and Luge, but usually uh -huh. the track isn't quite as fast. Yeah. Um, but you do go faster in Luging than Skeleton, and that's uh -huh. for safety reasons. I was reasons. so close to getting it because Luigi in like Super Smash Bros., when he gets hit, his hands slap to his sides and yep. he goes like head straight up. He looks like he's Luging. I could have gotten there. I was so close. You're very close. I was very close. All right. Ice dancing. Well, this is easy. <laughs> Is it? Uh, I thought it was a moment ago. Now I'm thinking of Clarissa. <laughs> so I don't know what's going on here. Ice dancing. Okay, specifically dancing. I know that figure skating is specifically what that is. So if it's not that, because that is dancing while you're skating, then ice dancing must be something else, right? Okay, what do you think of when you think of ice and dancing? Ice cold. Uh, cubes. Ice cubes. Ice cube. The rapper, Ice Cube, was he the one that was on CSI, crime, uh, investigations, looking closely at things, ice dancing, 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 salsa, food, dipping, dip, you dip, you, you, ice, uh, I got nothing. To it's figure skating. It's just a segment no! of figure skating. Oh, you, you tricked me. You tricked me. You led me astray. Yes. Yes, uh, I did. Well, it, well, it would be called figure skating. It That's is figure what skating. You just came up with a random name. No, ice dancing is a segment within figure skating. It's an event. So it's a figure skating event called ice dancing. So I just gave you the event name instead of the sport name. So I baited you. I feel like that's that's I feel like that should be disqualified. But it was fun. For who? Me. Alright, fair enough. <laughs> next. Alright, next one we have is Nordic Combined. The Nordic Combined. This is Norway's ultimate goal of combining the peninsula into one glorious nation. Nordic, what was it called? I've forgotten the name. <laughs> Nordic Combined. Nordic Combined. Nordic Combined. Combined. There's three Nordic countries in that peninsula. There's Norway, Sweden, and Fitzgerald, Fitz, <laughs> Finland. <laughs> so it would be three things combined, I believe. So we're looking at combined. What could you combine? You combine three states of water, gas, liquid, solid, ice, water, air. You do skating, skiing, flying. <laughs> <laughs> Final answer. <laughs> so it's two events ah, combined. Shit. I was wrong. You were on, on track with the no, flying I, and skiing. There's no you way. actually were. There's no it's way. cross country skiing and ski jumping. Oh, it's wild. Yeah. <laughs> I told you you were actually on track. No way. Yeah. That's nuts. <laughs> okay. What if they got to like ski really far and then they got to find the mountain where they built the ramp and then just got to go for it and get across the Grand Canyon? Hope they make it. I'm pretty sure it's virtual. So you do the timing of the the cross country skiing and then okay. you do a distance. And I don't know how they do the scoring for that, uh -huh. but it's combined. And it, I bet you it's just based on placement. So okay. you get points for where you place. So it's a cross country race combined with ski jumping. Sure. Sounds good to me. Speed skating. Well, oh, I know this one. It's a small rink, and they speed skate really fast. Yeah, it's that's what they race in. A, it's, it's, it's like a small. It's a small thing. Uh, they wear really tight tights. They have those long helmets. Uh, their butts look great. 
in those tights. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. And that their skates are like really I long. I don't look at their feet. They're like really long razor blades. Uh, okay. It's the one like figure skating. You think about like, oh my God, they could cut themselves open with their own skate when they spin around and do partner dancing. Uh-huh. Speed skating skates are longer, bigger, and sharper. Dangerous. They, yeah, they actually... People have been cut by those skates before, and it's very dangerous. They go at very high speeds and in close proximity to each other and run into each other. Can I rant about a different event that this reminds me of? Whenever I think of speed skating, I think of, like, speed bicycling. I don't know if that's the name of it, but they're in a very small ring. Oh, like bikes. Track I, track cycling. Track cycling. I don't know. Maybe, yes. Like, But that, that always makes me mad. I've only seen that a few times, but because there's that strategy that they do where they go really slowly until the last lap, and I'm like... This is dumb. <laughs> like, I get the strategy is just like you wait until the last lap because then you can sprint and burn it out. But I'm like, that doesn't that defeat the purpose of it being a speed race? Like, it's not really about how fast you can go. It's about how well you can balance. And I'm like, I always look at that and I'm like, if, if I was at an event and I never saw that, I'm like, they're going to go really fast. Like when they drove motorcycles in, inside oh, the yeah. big carnival, the carnival thing where they do that around. The cage. That's what I would think. But then they just look, oh, I, I got to bounce. And then, uh, and then we go. And then they go really fast it's whoever balanced the longest wins and it's like that's not about racing (laughs) well i mean track cycling they start already moving Mm. so it depends on the distance that you're talking about because there's a number of different events and how many times they go around the lap Mm. but they definitely go very fast yeah but maybe i just saw the wrong piece of maybe i saw a specific type of it but it just looked like it just made me mad i don't know why I don't know enough about there's, sports. There's actually a really cool innovation that happened in track cycling. There's this guy who was losing consistently. And because he understood aerodynamics, he figured out that if he could just lay down in a Superman position, mm-hmm. yeah. that he would have greater aerodynamics and ended up beating these guys by cycling up to a speed and then getting into that position. I saw, I saw the video there, yeah, with like epic music, like the prophecy is true. Yeah. <laughs> 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 But it's really cool, and that became outlawed because of how, like... Dangerous. Well, dangerous, and then also, like, it took away from what the sport really wanted when it came to Mm. you having to pedal because he was able to do it. Right, because they don't have gears on those things, right? So the pedals spin no matter what, so he doesn't have to move his feet. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, so it became a thing. But also, the biggest thing in track cycling is drafting, sitting behind somebody and mm-hmm. being able to sit in that pocket because you don't have to work as hard. Anyway, that's summer. I'm sorry. I got us on a team. No, you're good. But speed skaters, they go upwards to 35 miles per hour. That's pretty fast. Yeah, for how short that track is, how quick yeah, they go around, yeah. like they're putting some oomph behind their I, legs. Yeah, I've seen their legs. Like them and cyclists' legs are just like huge. Yeah, Paulo Ono in the United States was like the most famous speed skater we've ever Paulo had. Paulo Ono. Paulo yeah. Ono. You probably would have had to watch the Olympic Winter Olympics to understand I, it. But he got I a lot did. of brand deals and stuff like that because he was really good at that event. Squeezing watermelons between the sides. Oh, 100%, man. Boom. So we already know about ski jumping we know Uh, about cross-country skiing okay we talked about speed skating yeah there's also long long track speed skating which is so you have your short track and your long track okay but half pipe snowboarding yep i know that that's actually it's not just like skating where there's one it's a long tube that is a half thing and they do a bunch of tricks something i do know about that freestyle skiing they put their skis on their hands and they go down the hill doing a handstand it's like snowboarding that's doing tricks and stuff um, while skiing okay 
So most of this stuff falls under like alpine skiing I put and stuff one, like that. I put both feet on one ski on the bottom, and then I put a ski on my head, and I just do a bunch of flips as I go down the hill. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there's a lot of sub-segments to all of these sports. That's mm-hmm. why I yeah. brought up like ice dancing to stump you. Yeah, we, we glossed over ski jump, though, and I want to talk about ski jump. Ski jump is incredible. Ski jump is insane. Yeah. How do you even get started in that? Have you watched, um, oh, what is no, that movie that I, just I, came yeah, out? Yeah, I know the movie. Oh, it didn't just came out. It was like a few years ago. It was ago. a few years ago. but Yeah, but I know what movie you're talking about. I didn't see it. It's a pretty good movie. Well, okay, I'll check it out. They tell you how, like, the ski jumpers. Uh, Eddie, mo- Eddie something. Eddie, Eddie the Eagle. Eddie the Eagle. I haven't seen it. But they tell you in that movie they start at really young, and yeah. they start on, like, the little hill. Put this baby on some skis. Send him down the hill. We'll see who's. It's like the, what they do, you know, in 300 when they ch- inspect oh, the my. babies. If they don't make it, they drop them off the mountain. It's like, yeah, if you survive, you can be a ski jumper. Good luck, Tommy. Smack. <laughs> do you think later in life they look at, like, their mental health and are like, you're unfit? Because everything about that was just like, oh, you have one less finger. Like, it was really bad. Are you like, talking about ski jumping or? I'm talking about Spartan. Oh, the, 300. The well, I don't know how historically accurate that was, but I don't think their mental health came into question later in life because their life kind of ended at the bottom of that mountain. Well, I'm talking about if they were chosen to stay alive. I don't know. Anyway. They probably feel pretty good that they're not dead. I That's don't know. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> you, know? you know, they sent their, their the son of the king or whatever out there to, in the wilderness on his own. And he had to kill a wolf in that movie or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was it? A bear? I don't remember. I think it was a wolf. I think it was a wolf. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, not important. It was topical because that was in the winter. Yeah. That's how some winter events started. You send kids out into the woods. <laughs> go, go. Put hidden cameras on them. We'll see what they get up to and then we'll make it a sport. Oh my gosh. I guess that would be a good version of hunting like we talked about if you used the same weapon as they used. You're hunting saying, deer with antlers. You're saying hunting babies that you release no, into the No, no, no. I'm like, I'm like hand-to-hand comp. Like back then. You're going to fight a no. baby hand-to-hand? Look, man, I want to give the baby some advantage. You talked about fair chance, a sporting chance way long ago. That baby don't have a sporting chance. Not- Put a 50 cal in that baby's hands. Maybe then a sporting whoa, chance. Whoa. I'm talking about like hunting in the olden days where you would hunt with a spear to try and get like a jaguar or a sure, wolf. The olden days. That I was remember. actually a sporting chance as opposed to like a gun or a bow Who's and arrow. Jaguar? Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that's where my brain went, okay? All right, your ancestors were hunting jaguars out in the old. Where are you from? French? You're French, right? French? 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 French. I'm- German French right? is French, yeah, French. Well, you talk about that winery. You talk about the shied winery, don't you? The, don't the, you have a winery? Uh, extended relatives have a vineyard. Same thing. Wine, schmine, vine, done. It's the same thing. Okay. Is that it in makes France me... or Germany? No, it's in California. Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, uh, what do I remember you saying something about you having French background? Well, it's because... The town that my family is from uh-huh. is like right on the border between Germany and France, and it's bounced uh, between German territory and French territory see, over the see, many, many I years. I see. I see. Even you don't know what you are. All right. It's well, okay. it's currently technically. Either way, I don't think there are jaguars in either France or Germany. I'm just going to put that out there. I don't know. There's a zoo, probably. But in the olden days. Well, if we go back far enough, it was all part of Pangea. Oh, there weren't jaguars back then either. How do you know? You didn't live there. You didn't either. How are you so sure? When did Jaguars evolve? You look this up. <laughs> this is important. We're not, not gonna do an- I'm not gonna do another guess until you tell me when they evolved. Jaguar 
evolution. Thank you. Thank you. This is important, everybody. This is very important. They first evolved in Eurasia sometime around 3 million years ago. 3 million years ago. Pangaea was way farther than that. Today, the spotted cats are about 15% smaller than their predecessors. All right. But Eurasia, Eurasia means Europe and Asia. It doesn't mean that they were Pangaea at that time. It was three million. <laughs> Either way, ago. they could have been in France. I would think that would be. I'm not going to argue about this. This is not important. Not important right now. We're staying on topic. <laughs> Says the man who forced me to look it up before we moved on. Yeah, well, you brought it up by not being from France. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not from France. I'm from Cincinnati, Thank Ohio. You. That's all I wanted to hear. Thank okay. you very much. So freestyle skiing involves aerials, moguls, ski cross, ski half pipe, and ski slope style. What's a mogul? You know those like bumps in the snow from people like skiing around them constantly? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're They're about. usually on those like black diamond, you know, places. Black the course. Diamond. The courses. Right. Yeah, of course. Yeah. The hard stuff. Yeah. So what are the rankings for skiing? It's like square. No, it's green. Uh, green. Generally green circle, blue square, and then black diamonds, double black diamonds, and then... Igu. Skull and crossbones. Uh, avalanche zone. Tattered shreds of clothing from previous inhabitants. Don't go here signs. Yeah. Have you ever seen that sign? It's underwater. Um, I don't know where it is, but it's a sign that literally is for underwater divers that says, do not go in here. You will die. There is no reason to come here. You will get trapped and die just like all of these other people and then it lists other people that have died going in here. You are not smarter than them. There's nothing to find. You will die. It's a sign that is underwater. It's super creepy. I've never seen that. Let me see if I can pull it up. Uh, but I imagine it has something to do with something in the current. Like yeah. you can't get out of that once you're in it. Yeah, it, it, it is exactly that. It's like an underwater cave entrance, I think. But it's like a cave you just don't go in because, yeah, the current is like pulling down from there. I watched a lot of videos recently about like creepy ocean stuff. But also I was looking up like plate tectonics because I watched a video about this volcano that's in North Korea, like right on the border of North Korea and China. It's a crazy volcano because it's unlike any other volcano in the world. And it actually led to a new discovery about plate tectonics and how they work. And just like part of the Pacific tectonic plate started sinking a long time ago because plates, you know, they yeah, move, but also they go other. under each other. But this one went so far under and then half of it sheared off. So one kept going down into the deeper mantle. One just stayed right on this like transitionary zone between the mantle and the deeper mantle. And it had water trapped in it. It still does. For some reason, water is compressed down into like that. And the way that like atomic structures of things work when at higher pressures, the same molecule can transform into a different molecule mm -hmm. at higher pressures. So it's good at trapping water. And when it gets under there, the water starts to release at the point where it starts bending like this again, which causes a lot of earthquakes. You get like this uh, 120 some odd degree angle of bend and that bend causes the water to release and literally that water starts going up because it's water, right? Like yeah. it's flashing you know, to steam. It's like boiling. It messes up all the things and it pushes this magma plume up and the scales that we're talking here are like hundreds of kilometers scale magma plume and there's one volcano that's in, this is nothing to do with sports. This is nothing to well, do, but it's it fascinating because there's so many things about how the world works on these grand scales that just boggle the mind. It's like impossible to comprehend. Well, I mean, mountains oftentimes that we ski on are because of plate tectonics. So it does relate. It does relate. It all comes back. Sports, man. Anyway, the, the underwater warning sign. Stop. 
prevent your death. Go no further. It has a Grim Reaper on yeah, it. It has a Grim Reaper on it. It's more than 300 divers, including open water scuba instructors, have died in caves just like this one. You need training to dive. You need cave training and cave equipment to cave dive. Without cave training and cave equipment, divers can die here. It can happen to you. There is nothing in this cave worth dying for. Do not go beyond this point. It's just a sign underwater that is just pure white with a Grim Reaper on it. I wonder how they keep that from having like barnacles and all kinds of stuff growing on it. They must come down there and scrape it off. I mean, they must, yeah. And and you know, you know that nine out of 10 people, just like nine out of 10 dentists will look at that sign or look at toothpaste and they'll be like, okay, makes sense to me. But that one dentist will be like, I don't recommend this toothpaste. I'm gonna go in that cave. And then they die. Gotta recommend that toothpaste. Anyway, Winter Olympics. <sighs> this episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So there's a number of discontinued sporting events. We already talked about military patrol, mm. but there was an also one called alpinism. Alpinism. What do you think it is? Alpinism. Albinism. White snow. Climbing. Hiking up a mountain. Huh? Getting close. Oh, I was done. Oh. <laughs> so, I got close, and then I gave up. So according to this, it was like orienteering on a mountain. Oh. So it was like hiking, like mm -hmm. you're talking about. So awarded to the participants of the 1922 Mount Everest expedition. So it's it's basically orienting your way across a mountain right. or up a mountain. I imagine they can't build a new mountain for every Olympics. I mean, I guess they could make like courses and you have to go and orient yourself because have you ever done an orienteering course? No. So basically you use a compass and a map to try and find your way to these locations and then in the location it gives you the clue to the next location. Uh -huh. So it tells you go this many degrees this direction for this many paces and like distance and stuff like that. And there's ways they could make it into like, I mean, that's a big part of a number of different sports. So like my brother does paragliding. Uh -huh. And so he was actually ranked in the world recently in paragliding. Mm -hmm. But I, a lot of that has to do with hiking and then climbing to yeah. the point to where you, then you paraglide down and you have to get to the certain location. Uh -huh. And so there's a, a level of orienteering that's involved in that to make sure you get into the right location. So I could see it as being a potential sport, but think about the dangers of like, you know, how many people die on Mount Everest and stuff like that. Yeah. So it could be interesting, but this is going back like the last one, I think, was like in the 1930s. Nah. Um, and it was like the Himalayan expedition. Yeah. But, I, and they can't move the Himalayas to wherever the new Winter Olympics are going to be. So Yeah. And apparently it wasn't like an event. It was just an awarded prize oh, to like okay. expeditions that have done like 
crazy alpine climbing and whatnot over okay. the years. So yeah. very interesting that that used to be a thing. Yeah. What's next? Well, next up, the winter pentathlon. Pentathlon. Pent. Pentagram. Summoning demons. Five. Winter pentathlon. You ski down a slope. Summon a demon. It chases you. You have your gun. You gotta hunt it down before it hunts you. Then you gotta escape it because after you hunt it and you think it's dead, of course it's not dead. It comes back. You go down a ski jump. Boom. Escape it. You got cross country, skiing, shooting, ski jump. And two more things. The demon summoning. Demon summoning. The demon summoning. So this is a discontinued event. Oh. But you were very close. You Ooh. got the cross country right. Eh? You got the shooting right. Ooh. You got the downhill skiing right. Ooh. I said jump, but... Yeah. Assume I said that. You said you said skiing and cross-country skiing throughout the course of what you were saying. Yeah, I did. The other two are fencing and horse jumping. <laughs> horse jumping? Yeah, so... What? Yeah, so... Um, and the shooting is pistol. It's pistol shooting. Oh, okay. Is it done on horseback? Bang, bang. <laughs> no, but it makes me think of the Summer Olympics version that we talked about this uh, when we were hanging out down in Austin. Yeah, yeah. About the, that crazy horse. Where that, they have a random horse. Yeah. This one that, you know, they got to go wrangle a horse that's in the woods is actually a wild horse. And they got to <laughs> they got to bond with it. It's right got to be a there. snow horse. Yeah, a snow horse. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's basically the same event because it's the horse jumping stuff. Based on it being, like you said, the modern pentathlon. Uh-huh. So this is the winter version of that modern pentathlon. So it just has skiing instead of the other events. Oh, wait, is that thing with that crazy horse from yeah, summer? Yeah, that's, that's the modern, modern pentathlon. modern pentathlon. So this existed like around the same time. It was um, <laughs> it was a demonstration sport at the 1948 Winter Olympics. I just don't get it. Like, f okay, everything else, like, like, sure, the horse. Back. Where does fencing come in? Is fencing in the summer pentathlon? Do they fence? Also, why do up. they fence? Well, it's supposed to be like you're escaping jail, so maybe that's the version <laughs> of hand-to-hand -hand combat. Why not actually just go the whole way and build a jail, and you have a sport? <laughs> it's like an escape room Olympics. You have a unified escape room, and it's whoever can get out the fastest, but it's like swashbuckling, shooting, you know? You get all of it in there. Fencing is in the modern pentathlon, yes. Oh, wow. It's got swimming and, yeah. It's an illusion. It's a front for trying to find who's like the next John Wick you know just like who is the most badass person that could just like they have to stealthily take down the guards and you know, have a shootout <laughs> to the beat of music of course and then they gotta fence someone steal a horse and ride down new york streets yeah but that's yeah. apparently the meaning behind like the modern pentathlon is like all of the things you would need to do to just as the greeks would have wanted exactly you know? yeah are they naked they should be <laughs> You're right. They should be. If you're getting out of jail, they need to I, be I think, what if it was like the Olympics was a rule? Just, you know, there was a bunch of people that were a stickler for like the, the heritage of the Olympics and <laughs> everyone had to be naked, you know? That was just like a must. You must be naked. I feel like the Olympics would be less televised. I feel like it would be more televised. <laughs> there would be, there would have to, it would be all over the internet because it'd be above normal TV rating. It would, no, it would be normalized. It would be normalized, which, right? Which would be great. It would be art because it would be great. Why? 
I, I think normalizing of the human body is a great thing. That's good. You're, you got a good point. Because it's like treating art, right? You go into a museum, there's naked people all over the yeah. place. And that's just what it is. People are used to that. It's totally fine. Then you get that art student who comes in and literally their final senior year art project is them standing naked like on a pedestal in the middle of a crowded museum. I've seen that before. Not in person, but I've seen like things like that. And when I, I took an art class in college and my instructor for our final project, this was like freshman year, said... You cannot be naked for your final project. <laughs> Literally had to spell that out. You cannot be naked for your final project. I can't believe that that was like necessary. It had to be a rule. And, yeah. and like we, of course we asked, it was just like, there's been too many students. It wasn't just one, but there's too many students that just want to get naked for their final project. But if it was the Olympics and it was nudity, it wouldn't be sexual in any way. Right. Cause, cause they're running all over the place. You they're know, competing. You got dick and balls flopping left and right. You got boobs slapping all around. You know, it's not going to look good, you know? Well, and on top of that, that Olympic athletes are incredibly in shape. Of course. So, of course. like, you would be able to admire the art of the human body Just in incredible physique. What's the magazine that does the body issue? Uh, ESPN. ESPN. They do, like, the body issue. Or is issue. it Sports Illustrated? Uh, uh, I don't know. You're the sports guy. Sports Illustrated. Our body. colleagues in the sports reporting world, It's Sports right? Illustrated. Our colleagues. No, it's ESPN. It is ESPN. What? I was right. What do you mean? Who is it? It's ESPN. I was right initially. I second-guessed myself. Yeah, but they do the body issue where it's like athletes literally, they pose naked. They're, uh, their junk isn't out. It's tastefully censored. Like my calendar Yeah, like was. your calendar. Like my calendar was and uh it, it's just like showcasing the bodies behind all the sports and like these people are in incredible shape but also it just kind of is revealing that like it's humans you know yeah. and the different sports have like different physique types that kind of gravitate towards those typical sports um but it's fascinating it, there's nothing sexual about it. i'm sure that some people look at it and be like why, why? you know but like if it's an appreciation of what the human body is and we all have nudity lurking within our clothes we're all one millimeter layer of fabric away from being naked at any given moment we could be naked I'm right naked now right you now <laughs> get out of my brain <laughs> anyway okay uh how do we get from this to nudity modern pentathlon greeks right yeah okay. honor our ancestors get naked <laughs> next um a lot of these sports that i'm getting into now are like showcasing things um there's a sport called bandy bandy B-A-N-D-Y. What do you think that Bandy. is? Bandy. Bands. Marching band. Playing instruments. Instruments. Instruments of torture. Torture. Pain. Painful. Painful experiences. Painful memories. Remembering. I've lost my train of thought. I've gone too deep. Help. Help. Help me. <laughs> so it's uh, ice band hockey. Band-Aid. Oh, shit. Oh, they put band-aids on that, but it's with a ball. What? It's basically a version of hockey that you play with a ball. So it's like field hockey, but on ice. Yeah, it's it's like street hockey. It's literally the same as like hockey, ice hockey to an extent, but, but they use a ball instead of a puck. Why? It's apparently a Russian sport that used to like they wanted to showcase it at one point in time. And we were like, "Oh, fine, Russians. Do they still have normal hockey?" Yeah, ice hockey is still a massive part of the Olympic sport, but all right, cool. I've skipped a lot of the other sports because I figured you knew what they were, so I, I didn't say well, all No, sports. fire through them. Let's see what I okay. know. We'll go speed round. Speed round? Yeah, let's do a all speed right. round. We have curling. Oh, that's that's what I was thinking of. The 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 big it's the Canadian thing with the big ball. It's like it's it's basically shuffleboard, but with yeah. the thing. And they got the brooms and they're like, 
Yeah. 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 Freestyle skiing. For, uh, that's uh, tricks with skiing. Yeah. Snowboard tricks, skiing tricks. Yeah. It's like slope style. There's a bunch yeah. of stuff to it. Technically, moguls are a part of it because they do moguls and then they go off a ramp, do a trick, and then do moguls again. Okay. That sport is intense. Okay. Um, ice hockey. Hockey on ice. <laughs> yep. Disney on ice. Uh, Disney. Winnie <laughs> the Pooh. Copyright has a uh, public domain. Winnie Pooh in the, is in the public domain. But for some reason, Disney's version of Winnie the Pooh is not in public domain because they manipulate the copyright laws. Manipulating copyright laws. Lobbying. Lobbying the government. Uh. <laughs> Go on. Speed, speed, speed. No, that's, that's really the last one because we already did snowboarding, ski jumping, speed skating. Yeah. Okay, okay. Those are all the major ones. All right, so, cool, cool. And then all the other stuff was the like speeds and stuff like that. But it's so fascinating to me because the Olympic Games, you have those major sports, right? There yes. were like, what, 15, I think I listed off, yeah, including like that. demonstration ones that I talked about. Mm -hmm. So there's about 15 sports, but within that, there are 106 events. Uh -huh. And you're talking about each of those events is not just the championship round. Mm -hmm. You have multiple rounds to get down to like the final five or final whatever into the finals race. And it's amazing. They do all of this this year. It's from February 5th, I think, is the first day to the 20th. Mm -hmm. It might be February 4th, but that's just like the opening ceremony. Mm. It is. Yeah, it's February 4th to February 20th. All right, cool. So, and that's all going to be mostly broadcast on NBC. So, if you want to check out some of these amazing sports, I did enjoy watching the Summer Olympics. I've never taken the time to watch Winter Olympics. When did they start? Like, when did that originate? That's a good question. Yeah, because First, I can't imagine that, like, Greece doesn't exactly have, they weren't skiing back in those days. Too cold to be naked. Well, and also, Greece had mountains, but I don't think they really got a ton of snow. Yeah, and they were afraid of the gods at the top of the mountain. Yeah, right? it was 1924. 1924. Yeah, so very recent. That's very recent, yeah. And it first took place, where is this? Chamonics? Chamonics. C-H-A-M-O-N-I-X. I have no idea. I've never heard of that. I haven't either. Yeah. Which country hosted the first winter? It was France. Oh, so it's probably people. not Chamonix. Oh, yeah, we'll all celebrate at your vineyard. <laughs> It'll be great. I, those are like distant, beyond distant relatives. How many people know. have to die for you to inherit that vineyard? I don't think there's a, like, I don't think it's even possible. <laughs> hey. Anything's possible. That's like cousins of my cousins beyond my cousins. Listen, there's always a number, right? So it's just like, how many people do we have to get through? Because imagine this, if everyone else died besides you in the whole planet, you would inherit the earth. Mm -hmm. It would be yours. I guess that makes sense. I don't like how much you're smiling at this <laughs> idea. Well, my username online is Apocalypto. Underscore 12. So this is the 12th time. 13th is the lucky charm. <laughs> you know, when you get to Apocalypto underscore 13, you're gonna, everyone's going to regret it. But oh. for now, we're safe. No, but I, I was just admiring the logic you put into that thought process. I mean, it is logical, right? If everyone else dies. Then you own everything. You own everything. Yeah. Maybe that's why Dr. Evil was the way that he was, you know? Maybe that's why any supervillain. No, they never wanted to kill everyone else they, they wanted, wanted to, to rule them. rule that's the big thing rule them they wanted to rule everyone and you can't rule over corpses unless you can raise them from the dead mm, necromancy anyway we'll start with the vineyard i've already got wheels in motion to do that vineyard, <laughs> and then we'll work our way up from I there think, i think i'm more focused on other stuff than any of that so yeah i'll take that off your plate don't worry about it. <laughs> one day you'll wake up and there'll be a lawyer with a briefcase with a deed inside and a bottle of wine <laughs> 
and, uh, and some flowers that say, like, you know, uh, our deepest regrets, you know. But whatever, you won't care about that. Fair. Yeah, all right. So, as an interesting prediction, where I actually don't have a lot of knowledge base going into the Winter Olympics this year. Okay. Which country do you think will have the most medals in the Winter Olympics? Most medals, not just gold medals? Not just gold medals. I mean, given that it's hosted by China, probably China, because they'll make it so that they have the most. I don't know if... That's possible for competitive integrity, <laughs> but I'll I'll allow your guess to be China. I might be right, but for the wrong reasons. You know what I mean? So I'm always between the major Nordic countries. So mm. Finland, Sweden, and Norway. Right, yeah. Iceland, maybe? Iceland usually have doesn't have a large representation in the Winter Games. They they do, but they don't. Um, so I want to go with... I'm going to go with Norway. Okay. All right. Just because, well, technically we went to Switzerland too on tour, but... Yeah. Oslo was really kind to me. I liked Oslo. They were kind. Yeah, I got to walk and see stuff. We had an extra day there. It sounded like you were a prisoner and they let you outside <laughs> once. You know? They let me outside. They gave me food. I it was nice. Of bread. And, I was, oh. It was delicious. It was nice and cold. I got to march on top of their building and look at the bay. <laughs> no, but I, if I were to guess, I'd say like Norway would probably. Okay, I don't know any of the historical performances, you know, but I, you know, I'll say China if they cheat, America if we cheat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the U.S. does do pretty well in the Winter Olympics yeah, as well, yeah, especially yeah. in like the events that like snowboarding, half pipe, mm -hmm, that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. But and then South Korea for a secret sweet victory. I think there was something about South Korea boycotting as well. I'm sure a lot of people are boycotting. Yeah. We'll see how it turns out. You know the current political climate. Who well, knows? and for context, boycotting doesn't mean their athletes aren't going. It just means their government representatives aren't going to the events. Mm. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. their representatives in that regard. It's like how Russia was technically banned from the Olympics, yeah, but they, their competitors could still go, but not under the Russian flag. But everyone knew they were. You know, yeah. So it's like kind of not. What's the point, you know? Yeah. But anyway. What were they called? I already forgot. Russians, I think. <laughs> they were not because they couldn't be designated as that. The people um, from the largest country in the world, cold, they drink vodka. <laughs> they were called the ROC. Sure. Okay. Which I think just stands Russians for on crack. <laughs> I think it stood they for the Russians. They already got banned for doping, so you just pump them full of everything. <laughs> Send I them out there. I think it stands for Russian Olympic Committee. Ah, so the Russians. <laughs> well, I knew it all along. I was right. Russian Olympic Committee. I just okay. confirmed it. There you go. Well, this has been a fascinating, uh, not discussion, but revelation into the world of Winter Olympics. It's one of those things that you don't often think about, but is constantly on the minds of the competitors in the Olympics. A lot of the sports probably have other competitions throughout the year. I think they do. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, There's sure. like world games and stuff like that. that happen. Yeah, I'm sure. But the Olympics always have a certain kind of gravitas towards them that kind of is unifying in a way. I mean, of course, it's like commercialized to know ends it's a big money-making thing and especially right. for the country it's hosted in and it's like an incredible boon to tourism except during covid obviously so who knows how that's going to be but it, it is a fascinating kind of like inspirational moment for the world to kind of get together it's also common ground mm -hmm. they're they're meeting under common ground and it actually works really well for people to like understand other cultures and get yeah. to know each other and it's a whole experience for the athletes that makes them more worldly is and it, so is it still even in the winter olympics just one big orgy i would imagine so ever. Uh, it might everyone else it might be even more so because it's like cold it's and cold. you want to stay yeah, inside stay warm but yeah i'm i'm pretty sure <laughs> there's still plenty of olympic athlete uh fornication uh-huh to be scientific about it you're welcome they're fucking a lot <laughs>
and that's okay. Yeah, completely it's fine. their own. But yeah, it's an incredible event in across the world. There's a lot of pride in one's mm-hmm. nation in some cases with regard to that. But more than anything, I think the greatest thing about the Olympics, from my standpoint as an athlete, is you're with the best of the best in the world. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah. And then on top of that, you're able to meet on common grounds and see great sportsmanship, great competition, and people that really are passionate about what they're doing, and at the same time are representatives of their country and at create and find common ground with one another. Regardless of what's going on in the political world, regardless of what's going on with who doesn't like who or something like that, mm-hmm. you find common ground and it really breaks barriers. Mm-hmm. And there are huge moments in the Olympics over the years, iconic moments where civil rights movements have happened, gender equity, all of those things within the Olympics, you know, you get to see all of that. Mm -hmm. And it's truly an incredible thing to witness, especially the opening and closing ceremonies or massive performances with beautiful representations of the culture that's hosting Mm -hmm. and just goes above and beyond what you would imagine from a sporting event and showcases ultimately that sports goes further than just being an athlete and being the best. I have nothing to add because I know nothing. (laughs) So I will add nothing and just nod my head and smile. Well, with that, I think we are out of time. Yes, this has been a primer, pseudo primer on the Winter Olympics, right? Sort of. We kind of talked about the different like events and what they are to Mm -hmm. a very minor degree. Yeah, yeah. But basic enough, you know, there's a whole world of sports. People are inventing sports all the time. It doesn't matter what season. There's always a chance to have some fun. That's what sports are all about. Yep. Have some fun and show somebody else that you're better than them. (laughs) And isn't that fun? That's what fun's all about. All right. Anyway, thank you, everybody, so much for listening. Remember to follow this podcast wherever you're listening to. If you're pirating it, we will find you. We will steal a horse in the middle of winter. We will ski to your home. Pull out our swords. We've got a sword, a gun, and a rifle. You cannot run. We will find you. Doesn't matter where you go. Doesn't matter what demons you summon. We will summon more powerful ones. We will track you down. See you better. Listen to this on the proper sites and follow and stay tuned for more. You can find Tyler over at his <laughs> uh, YouTube channel, is uh, Twitch stream. He does Twitch streams pretty regularly. You can find me wherever the hell I am, um, lurking in your closet, standing right behind you. That's where I am. Thank you for listening, Tyler. Yeah, thank you for listening. Watch Mark's stuff, cool stuff coming out everywhere, posting everywhere. But uh, stay tuned for what we have going on on the socials relating to this, including the YouTube channel and YouTube. YouTube. The YouTube channel. Yeah, the YouTube channel. We'll probably make some cool stuff on there or something. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah, never know. Either way, follow the places, check it out, check out the website. There's cool stuff on the website, I'm sure, at this point in time. If there wasn't at the beginning, how dare they? But there's stuff there. Go there. Yeah, and we'll see you back again on Go! My Favorite Sports Team. Say it with me, Dad. Go! My Favorite Sports Team. All right, bye. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. When I went on my last holiday to Cape Town, it was amazing. My friends were there, the weather was phenomenal, and most importantly, the food was fantastic. But one thing I struggled with was finding the right places to stay. You know, all I want is a great bed, a fantastic shower, and breakfast that doesn't end at 8 a.m. I'm on holiday, I'm still sleeping. I also like ease, and the Hotels.com app easily helps me to find a perfect hotel for every trip. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly getaway or a relaxing spa weekend, on the Hotels.com app, you can compare up to five hotels side-by-side. Now, why would you want to do that? So you can see prices, amenities, and star ratings. 
And best of all, you don't have to switch back and forth between options. See? Ease. So, start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app today.